Welcome to the Anchor Down Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin Mills, founder, Anchor Down Leadership, LLC, head football coach, James M. Bennett High School, and a wide variety of other things that I'm involved with probably too much sometimes. <clears throat> but today, we're here to focus on leadership, right? It is 2021. New year, new me, right? Isn't that, that's what people be saying? People say new year, new I, I'm still not totally sure. Um, but the idea is that, right, it's New Year's. We've made some resolutions that in 2021, we are going to be a better person than we were in 2020, that we are going to change something about us. <clears throat> we're going to be different than we were, and we're going to be better, whether it's to lose weight, whether it's to work out more often, whether it's to be a better father, husband, son, uh, you know, whether it's to quit smoking, whatever it might be, there is a wide assortment of things that people make New Year's resolutions for. Hopefully you've made some yourself. I, I think they're important in the respect of it's important to constantly be setting goals and bettering ourselves. But the problem is, right? The problem is the running joke is you're going to make the same New Year's resolution next year. Why? Why does that happen? Why do people set these resolutions, set these goals for themselves, and then struggle and fail and repeat the same process over and over and over so that in the winter of 2021, December 29th, they say in 2022, I'm going to be a better person. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to be a better father, husband, son. I'm going to whatever it is, right? Why do people get caught up in these vicious cycles? <clears throat> so today we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how we can break that vicious cycle. We're also going to talk about why, as a leader, understanding how that process works for the individual, we can apply it to our organization, to our team, to our business, whatever it might be. <clears throat> how can we make sure we don't get caught up in that vicious cycle of failure? Uh, for those of you who are new here, Anchor Down Leadership is an organization dedicated to developing uh, dynamic, principle-based 21st century leaders with focused on, on core values and things that matter. Uh, and that's what we are about. So hopefully some of this today will give you something to uh, think about, give you something to work with, something you can develop and help yourself. And then even if you're not a leader, maybe you're an aspiring leader, um, but even if you're not in that position, maybe as an individual, what we are talking about today can help you a little bit. <clears throat> so New Year's resolutions, right? New Year's resolutions are just glorified goal setting, right? For whatever reason, we time it to be around New Year's, as if this is the starting point for all of us. And you might say, well, you know, I don't make New Year's resolutions, and you may or may not be right, okay? But we do this all the time throughout our lives, right? Something happens, and we say, you know, I want to be better at this, Think about it from the perspective of leadership. You know, as a coach at the end of every season, what do you do? You take stock of the season and say, well, we really struggled with this. Let's find a way to get better. Uh, you know, if you own a business, if you are a, a business owner or if you're in management of a business, you sit back at the end of a, a fiscal year and say, okay, what can we do better? We struggled in this area. How can we improve? So even though you may not do this as an individual, which I promise you, you do, you may just not tie it into New Year's, you definitely do this as a leader. You do this with your organization, with your team, your company, whatever it might be. Because if you don't do this as a leader, 
your organization's destined for failure. That's a whole other story. You need to be constantly growing and trying to improve yourself, those around you, and your organizations. But as I mentioned in the intro, right, a lot of times these New Year's resolutions get caught up in a vicious cycle. That people get into it all hot and heavy, right? Yes, I'm excited to go work out of the gym four or five days a week, lose all this weight, boop, 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 boop. Month later, they're done, okay? Same thing happens with our organizations, right? We say, well, we want to be better at this. Uh, we want to be, you know, improve in this particular area. And we're super motivated. We go and try it, and it lasts a little bit, and then we're right back to where we were. Why do we have to keep repeating the same mistakes or keep focusing on the same areas of growth? Why is it not that we can say, hey, we're going to get better at this and then get better at it? It's because of your habits. It's because of your practices, right? Uh, I've talked ad nauseum about process-based thinking versus outcome-based thinking. If you want to hear more about that, go check out previous episodes. Uh, I'm not going to get too far caught up in that because I can ramble a little bit on that sort of thing. Um, but that's kind of what we're we're talking about, right? If I want to, uh, you know, example, right? Those that know me know I, weight has been a struggle with me for a good part of my life. Um, I haven't weighed less than two hundred pounds since my sophomore year of high school. For those of you who don't know me, I'm only five ten. All right, so as you can imagine, weight has been a thing that I have struggled with. At one point in my life, I was up to like. 312 or 317 pounds and it, it was not not pretty uh fortunately i'm not there now but i it's still something i need to continue to work on something i have to work on um for the sake of myself and then my family i want to be around to watch my son grow up but on that note right if i set the you know i know i know that there are certain foods if they are in my house if i'm working on weight loss right if i'm working on weight loss and I got a bunch of bags of Doritos, I guarantee you, I'm not going to snack on those Doritos. I'm not going to eat those Doritos. I am going to crush those Doritos, okay? Um, you know, there are certain trigger foods that I know I just can't resist, and I can't stop. I just hammer them. Go, go ham, crush them, right? So I know if I'm trying to lose weight, I can't have those things in my house, because if they are in my house, I will eat them. So I can't reasonably expect to be on a diet and eat Doritos in my life. Why? Because I know that's a habit, a practice that I can't have and be successful. You know, maybe, for example, maybe you're trying to quit smoking. I don't smoke, but I know a lot of people who do and who have. You know, maybe you're trying to quit smoking, um, but you know when you hang around a certain group of people, when you go to the bar, uh, you know, whatever it is, break your shift break at work, you know those cause you to smoke. So if you continue to do those things, if you continue to engage in those habits and those behaviors and those practices, right? <laughs> You're not going to stop because those triggers are still going to be there. You can. Lord knows you can, but it is a significant amount of willpower and fortitude that a lot of us do not have, plain and simple. you know. So it's your habits that are sabotaging you from accomplishing those resolutions, from accomplishing those goals, right? Uh, think about it in the context of a team, right? Imagine you're a, a, well, don't imagine, I am a football coach, right? As a football coach, we might sit down at the end of the season and say, you know what? Our defense was really bad. Specifically, we were really, really bad at tackling. 
So we're going to make it a, a, a our mission in the offseason and next season to get better at tackling. Great goal. Tackling is a key skill needed to be an effective defensive player. If I don't change the way I teach tackling, if we don't change the way we practice tackling, if we don't teach the way we, we emphasize tackling, we're not going to get better at tackling. Okay. Now, it's important to understand, you might, but it's largely based upon the talent of those you have around you. And this is where a lot of organizations fall short. They say, well, we're working on improving this. We're working on getting better at this skill. And then they get better, but it's not because they've changed their habits. It's not because they've changed their philosophies. It's because they have more talented people. And then when those talented people move on, whether they graduate, find better jobs, whatever it might be, they're right back to where they were, right? Because they haven't changed their habits, they got better for a little bit based upon the talent of the people there, but they don't have that consistent success. As we know as leaders, one thing we are always striving for is that growth of consistent success. Consistent success, right? We want to make sure that our businesses, our teams, whatever it is, are improving consistently, right? Um, but if we don't change, going back to the example, if we don't change our practice habits, then we're not going to actually get better at it. Our talent may increase and we get better temporarily, but institutionally we don't get better. So when we make that New Year's resolution, when we make that goal, we make that team objective, that, that area we're trying to improve, you have to change your habits. You have to decide, I am going to do things differently in order to achieve the goal I want. All right. If I want to lose weight, I know I have to eat X amount of calories per day. Right, And it's probably going to be less than what I'm used to. Are some days going to be miserable? Absolutely. We'll talk about that in a second. But you know that you have to do something different in order to achieve the goal you want. I can't keep the Doritos in my house because I know I will eat them. So what do I have to do when I want to lose weight? I have to make sure there's no Doritos in my house or whatever the example might be. Because believe me, <laughs> I'm a big fan of a lot more than Doritos. Okay. But you have to understand that. You have to be self-aware enough to say, you know what? I need to change my habits, right? If you want to work out X amount of days per week, right? But you really like sleeping in and then you say, well, my day's so busy, I don't have the opportunity. You need to find a way inside those 24 hours to change your habit. Maybe it's getting up early. Maybe it's taking your lunch break to go and work out. Maybe it's making sure that you leave work at five o'clock every day and go straight to the gym, right? You have to change the habits. Um, because if you change the habits, that makes your process better, which then will lead to the eventual outcome you want. Getting sidetracked in process of the outcome, but that's kind of how it works, right? A, a house is built out of a bunch of individual bricks, or if it's a stick-built house, a bunch of individual pieces of wood, right? I have to make sure each one of those bricks is taken care of, right? If I build a house with a bunch of crappy bricks, it's going to fall apart. If I make sure that each brick is up to the standard, then my house will stay strong, right? And day to day, those are the bricks. We're trying to build a house, all right? Uh, we're trying to reach a goal. We have to value each day, right? And that's where, you know, we have to understand the difference between motivation and discipline, right? Um, everybody gets super motivated around New Year's, right? Ask anybody who has been to the gym regularly uh, most of their life. The month of January, gyms are packed. And then February hits, it's like, where'd everybody go? It's because they're motivated, but they're not 
uh, discipline. They're not dedicated. And you have to understand the difference between the two. Motivation gets you there. You have to be motivated to want to do something. But discipline is what keeps you there. And it's important to know that you have to establish that discipline. You have to want to establish that discipline in order to get the goals you want. <clears throat> you see it all the time, right? People approach things great guns, man. Whew, yes, I've been going to the gym four days in a row the last three weeks. And then maybe something happens that fourth week and they only go one day. And then all of a sudden next Monday rolls around and they're like, hmm. I went one day last week and I still felt good. So I'm just going to go one day again this week. And before you know it, they're not going at all, right? Or diets. You see this all the time with diets. I'm speaking from, from experience here, people, right? You start a diet, things are going well. And then you're like, you know what? I'm going to have a, have a cheat meal. Let me have a cheat meal. And you have that cheat meal. And dear God, it's delicious. You take that cheeseburger and you just bite down. You say, yes, this is what I've been missing. And then the next day, you're like, you know what? It wasn't that bad. You start looking at your, your calorie count and your macros. And you go, hmm, I could fit in another cheeseburger. Then you fit in that second cheeseburger. And then the next day, you're like, well, that wasn't so bad. You know, I could probably fit in some, some french fries as well. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're not even on your diet plan anymore. You're just smashing cheeseburgers and french fries, which your boy can do. Don't get me wrong, but I also know what it does to me. So you have to be disciplined enough to say, you know what? I can't do those things, right? I need to change my habits, uh, create better disciplines in my life to achieve the goals I want, right? Uh, it comes with a lot. You have to be self-aware on that, and that's tough for a lot of people. You have to be willing to say, I have a problem, and I need to fix it, or I want to achieve something, so I've got to do something differently, right? You, you heard it a thousand times before. Doing the same thing and expecting different results is a the definition of insanity. We've all probably heard that cliche X amount of times, but it really is true. You can't keep acting the same way, have the same habits, have the same practices, and expect to get better. So if you have a goal you want to reach, whether it's a New Year's resolution as an individual, um, whether it's a coach at the end of a season, whether it's a business owner at the end of the fiscal year, whatever it is, you have to change your habits and you have to change your disciplines. The other part I want to mention here is you're going to face obstacles. You're going to have bad days. Let's let's make that clear, right? To stay 100% clean on a diet is almost impossible. To stay 100% consistent on working out at a certain time every day is very difficult. Why? Because real life gets in the way, gang. Uh, you know, I've told you guys before, I've got a son who's almost one. Uh, my schedule changes pretty regularly. For those of you in education and a lot of other occupations, uh, COVID has changed our schedules dramatically, right? We can't control those things. And I'm not going to, again, E plus R equals O. You can only can control your response to those things, right? So you're going to have bad days. Something is going to happen that's going to set you back. <clears throat> and this is important to, to, to realize. Don't put more weight on the setback than you did on the successes. And, and, and what do I mean by that, right? If I've gone two weeks and I have worked out four days a week for both of those weeks, I've been successful. And then that third week, maybe I only work out twice. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I failed. I was supposed to work out four days. I only worked two days. And then you, you beat yourself up. You've now put more weight on that one mistake than you have on all the previous successes. You're on a diet. Maybe you have a holiday and you, you binge eat, right? 
and you think, oh man, I just binge ate. I, I've destroyed all the work I've already done. One, that's biologically not true. Uh, but two, no, you haven't, right? You had one bad day. That doesn't cancel out all the good days you've had previously. Don't let a setback have more weight than a, uh, a victory. And I think that's important to understand, right? As humans, we love to play the victim. We love to go negative. We love to say, oh, woe is me. Something bad happened to me. Usually it's our fault, right? I did something bad. Oh, no. However, will I recover? We love to put more weight on setbacks than we do when we're successful. It's when we're successful, like, oh, yeah, that's what I'm supposed to do, which you are. But then you can't be overdramatic when it comes to setbacks. You have to keep that in mind and balance. That's where that consistency, right, and that discipline comes back in mind. You have a setback. Okay. It happens to all of us. That's all, all right. That's totally acceptable. Congratulations. You're a freaking human. Good, good job, right? But we can't allow that setback to become a series of defeats, right? Maybe on that day we do binge eat. We get back on our diet the next day. Maybe that week we do only work out once a week. Well, next week we get back to working out four days a week, right? Have that discipline. Have that consistency. Like I said before, motivation gets you there, but discipline will keep you there. No matter what it is. Anytime you're trying to make a change, it takes a while, right? Change doesn't happen overnight. We get caught up in that sometimes. When we don't see the results we want, you have to keep in mind that it is... A, uh, a, it takes time. It takes a significant amount of time, most times, that's a lot of time, uh, to, for something to change. It's not going to happen quickly. So when you build, you, you build measuring sticks along the way. We'll talk about that in one more second. It'll be my last thing, right? But when you know it takes a while, you have to realize that one setback isn't the end. That one setback is just one step in the process. And the end goal is still far away. So you bounce back from that setback and you have the discipline to get right back to doing what you were doing, right? So last thing I'll touch on, right, is when it comes to resolutions, making changes, changing your organization, right? Build in measuring measurements, measuring tools, build in milestones, right? That maybe your goal is to lose weight. Maybe your milestone is every five pounds, okay? So every five pounds, you go, I okay, I've achieved my first mile. If I want to lose 30, right? That means I have to do, carry the one, six milestones of five pounds, right? So I can check those off. Hey, I hit a five-pound milestone. Boom, cross it off. Make a visual aid for yourself. Put the tally marks on there. Whatever it takes for you to maintain discipline, to maintain some level of motivation on a daily level, but also to feed into that discipline that you need in order to be successful, right? Build in those milestones, those measuring sticks, those measuring tools so that you kind of give yourself those rewards that I talked about, those victories. So when you do have that setback, you don't have to say, well, I don't have any victories previously. You got a lot of them. You just got to make sure that you mark them down and that you remember them, right? So build in those milestones incrementally until you reach uh, the, the end goal, whatever it might be. Um, <clears throat> I hate running. I hate, hate running. This kind of goes hand in hand with my, my weight issue, maybe, right? Um you know, so when I run, whether it's a mile, whether it's a mile and a half, whether it's two miles, because it probably won't be more than that, even two miles is like a marathon, right? I, it's easy for me to, oh, I still got a mile and a half to go. And that frustrates me. But there are times I'm like, you know what? I've already gone a quarter mile. Perfect. Okay, my next measuring 
uh, my next milestone is half mile. Boom, made it. Okay, now we're looking for three quarters of a mile. Boom, now I'm there. Oh, I'm halfway done. Building those in is, is a huge thing for me, and I think it can be helpful for a lot of you guys. If you have those um, you know, milestones built in, it'll help you keep track of your progress and will help you when you get frustrated or you hit those, uh, those setbacks. Um, yeah, so that's kind of my thoughts on New Year's resolutions, New Year, New Me, right? And, and kind of that, a lot of that was about being an individual. But I think as leaders, it's important to remember that what we do as leaders is very similar to what we do as humans, right? If you can master this as an individual, this skill will carry over to you being a leader, right? Because for all intents and purposes, teams, organizations, they're organic beings. Why? Because they're made up of humans, okay? Leadership is not about technical mastery. That plays a tool. But it's really about uh, emotional mastery and understanding people, how they think, how they operate, and how to get the most out of them. So if we can apply these skills to our organization, to our teams, to our businesses, whatever it might be, right? As we change our business, we change our team, we build in those milestones, we change our habits, we have better practices. It's not only going to help your organization, but it's going to help your humans in that organization. And they will respond to it because it's something that they naturally need to be doing as well. I firmly believe if you approach your, your team, your organization, your business as an organic being and treat it just like you would a human, you're going to be successful. Again, why? Because they're made up of humans. Um, so hopefully that helped you guys a little bit. Uh, just kind of my some of my thoughts on resolutions and goals and, and changes and things like that. Um, shifting gears slightly now, uh, just kind of give you guys an update about what Anchor Down Leadership is planning to do with this podcast going forward, right? Uh, so we talked about resolutions, right? One of my goals with this podcast is to be more uh, consistent with content. Um, you know, the goal is to produce a monologue type podcast, this one, uh, every other week. Um, that way you guys don't get completely bored of hearing my voice and I don't sound like Charlie Brown's parents to you. Um, but the second goal, the second uh, objective, resolution, um, is to fill that gap of content of me with some new content, something I'm calling Profiles in Leadership, where I will have interviews with um, respective leaders, you know, and, and Yes, most of my content up till now has been kind of tailored towards uh, athletic coaches because that's kind of why I got into this. That's what I know. But I want to interview leaders from all walks of life. I want to talk to political leaders. I want to talk to business leaders. I want to talk to cultural leaders. And, and yeah, I mean, athletic leaders as well. So, I'm, you know, why is that important? Because I believe as leaders, as coaches, right, as, as business owners, whatever it might be, that by getting uh, insights outside of my area of expertise, outside my profession, it's only going to make me a better leader overall, right? As a coach, something I learned from a business leader might help me make my sports team better. And vice versa, right? As a business leader, maybe learning something from an athletic coach will make me a better business leader. It's important that we, create, we, we work on the holistic leader and not just focus on our particular niche. Um, I think that makes us get caught in echo chambers, and I think it also makes us one-dimensional, right? Uh, we're in the business of developing people. We're in the business of working with people. And if we want to be the best we can be at working with people, then we need to develop ourselves completely and fully. 
Um, but yeah, so that's kind of the plan for the channel, right? Uh, or the, the podcast, rather, is to have uh, mono, monologue-ish. I don't know if that's a word, but uh, have me talk every uh, other week or so. And again, trying to get some other voices, even on this aspect. But then to fill those uh, opposite weeks with some profiles and leadership, interviewing some leaders from around the country. So if you have anybody you would like to hear me interview, please, please, please shoot me an email and, and recommend it to me. Um, I will do my best. Let's keep it reasonable. Um, you know, I would love to interview some some major college coaches and some major politicians. But at the same time, they're probably not going to answer my email. Not yet. One day they will. I promise you. All right. Um, but again, if you want to get in touch with me, uh, it's my email is Dustin at AnchorDownLeadership.com. I'm all over Twitter, at Dustin W. Mills or at AnchorDownLeadership. Um, those are the best ways to get a hold of me. Um, the website is AnchorDownLeadership.com. It's currently under construction, but another one of our New Year's resolutions is to develop that page a little bit more. Um, and thinking about starting a little bit of a blog, right? So I'm, I'm writing some articles for a coach's e-magazine. Um, which I'm really excited for. I like to write, uh, but I'd love to take those articles and turn it into something I do more consistently. Um, but yeah, so a lot of content coming your way in 2021. Um, you know, I'm not sure what's going to happen with the whole COVID thing and education, but it doesn't really concern me. We're going to take and make the best of what we can do here. So again, I appreciate you guys tuning in. I really do value uh, your time and listening to me. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please feel free to reach out to me. I, I would love to converse with you guys and um, talk a little bit more about whatever it is you want to talk about. Um, as always, I'll leave you with this. Always challenge the status quo, find new ways of thinking, and anchor down to your core values. Have a great week, everybody, and I'll talk to you later.